G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, our next guest has won, now won three championships. And that, of course, is Fangadan Woolhouse, uh, 2022 Valvoline D1NZ Drifting Champion. Uh, hello, champion. How are you? How you going, guys? You know, yeah. no, no, we we are good. Uh, has it has it sort of settled down now that you're a three timer? Oh yeah, slowly sleeping in, you know. But we haven't um, no rest for the wicked, eh? We're we're straight back into prepping the car and ready for the next big thing. Yes, actually, well, your Century Batteries Mustang. Uh, I was intrigued. I saw on your your social feed. You've already it was it wasn't the actual real drift car. You were you were running the activation car, your promo car this year, and you've and yeah. you've already cut the cut the ends off it, the side bar, sides off it. Yeah, well, we did a little bit of damage um, in the first few laps of practice, and we just thought, oh well, at the end of the season, we'll. You know, like we've slowly developed that car over time to make it more like our pro car. And yeah, what a good time to do it once you've bent it up a little bit. And <laughs> yeah. So, why, why were you running that car, mate, rather than your pro car? Um, so, you know, when we had all the, you know, the COVID stuff all happening and our series keep getting delayed and like we were, we, you know, our championship should have started way back in January. And, yeah. um, and then it started getting later and later, and it's like, oh, you know, we're going to run into a series that's going to be what I called as a, a winter series. And so the pro car is like really, really powerful and and super light as well, and takes a lot of um, setup to to dial in, you know. And like, so we thought, well, man, you know, like, what happens if we go to these days? going to be raining or it's dry and then all of a sudden it rains just before you go out to qualify like that car you just can't turn within seconds to make it work really well you know what i mean like the guys in the states that built that car they have subframes on on trolleys so five minutes before their qualifying or or a rut or a um, competition battle all of a sudden it rains they just run this trolley down and one, you know, three guys, they have it done in five minutes, a full subframe change. So, wow. um, really, really tricky car to, like, to set up. And, you know, like, it, it's shown over the last few years that, you know, they can get in that, in that pro car. And, man, those, those guys, their team can set that car up and he goes out and qualifies number one. And then all of a sudden we go into... You know, we have a buy for our top six, uh, top 32 or 24, and the temperature drops, airing changes, and then our first battle is at 6 o'clock or whatever at night. That car doesn't work at 6 o'clock at night anymore. Um, is, it because, that, is it that fickle? Oh, mate, it is so trick, that car, that it, it, it can be frustrating, but I know that, like, our team can set the car up. We know what can happen like with temperature drops and stuff like that and it's because I qualify well I go out I kill a lead run and then all of a sudden like it's almost like the competition hasn't like um, they haven't grown or like had the setups that we've had or the knowledge that when we go into the chase position wow like they're like the temperatures drop traction's like picked up or whatever or vice versa um, 
they're all of a sudden not running what the judges want anymore. And then next minute we're we're sort of out in the marbles, up against the wall, in the smoke, can't see where we're freaking going. And we've, you know, we've put ourselves in a position that it's just, yeah, it, it, it's really, really tricky. So unless you've got cars all on the same level as that car, um, yeah, it's just been really, really hard to to get a, you know, a nice balance um, within the series as well. Yeah, well, it was a winter series this year, but you had your activation car. And I suppose now that you're talking yep. about how hard the, the setup was, uh, Mount Smart and Manfield would have been a nightmare for you. Yeah, like, well, not, no, it was good for no. the for the activation yeah, car. No, well, yeah, no, I was yeah, saying yeah. if it had been the pro yeah. car. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so going back to, I think it was round three, um, Hampton Downs, like, Oh, perfectly yeah. good weather we got through to about the top top 16 first battle oh yep sweet we're all right and then all of a sudden in like top eight we had a downpour for like <laughs> two or three minutes and you know like Danum goes flying in because he i think he qualified a little bit higher or something like that and he just goes straight off the track and i'm like wow and i just <laughs> managed to hang on to it and like those type of moments when you look back, when you you know you, you win the championship or you finish, your, regardless of whether I won the championship or or where we finished, like I'll go back and I'll I'll work out like where we went wrong or what we could have done better, you know, for all our battles and and things like that. So I was like, running the activation car saved us that day because there was no way I would have gone I would have gone off faster off the back end of Danum if I was running the pro car because I wouldn't have been able to to control it, hmm. you know? Because um, we wouldn't have had the time to change the car to set it up um, because it was we were all lined up on the grid, ready to go, you know? Um, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of ins and outs that we, we looked at before running this championship. Um, and, yeah, so now that we've conquered sort of what we wanted to achieve, um, we're now looking at our pro car and going, okay, Let's change that car to sort of in between what we have with the activation car and what that car is, you know, and go, this is what's going to work really well for our series. Um, and, yeah, it's, you know, there's a lot of things getting thrown around the table the last few days of where are we going next. Um, um, you know, like I, I think I've accomplished, you know, a massive thing. You know, I don't think anyone in the um, D1 is ever going to, do 20 years and three different chassis to win championships, you know? Um, so I need to look at, well, what's the next five years sort of going to bring? Okay, I really want to get, you know, I want to get a up-and-coming driver to come and drive the cars and push him to do really well and whatever we build, you know? So, you know, we got a we got a good thing and we're just going to keep moving on. Yeah. Wow, that sounds like um, there's a... There's a lot of pondering going on there in uh, Fangadan's head yeah. and the team to uh, to work yeah. out the future. That's that, that's pretty interesting, mate. That's yeah, you've um you're thinking thinking further ahead and thinking about um yeah how, how the future looks. That's that's um I'm I'm going to be very interested to see what you come up with. Yeah, mate. There's actually been something I've been wanting to ask you, Murph. Is um 
what's this? Uh, what what do you think of the the TA two cars? Oh, uh, I'm a bit of a fan um, purely because yep. uh, you know I've I, I we need in New Zealand again we need a um, a really strong um, controlled V8 category that is about muscle, still about you know tough cars that sound good, that are fast. And that you know that yep. um, lots of drivers can get in and enjoy and also be competitive. Um, that's affordable, and you know yeah. we, we thought we had that with um, you know, with Super Tourers you know ten years ago, and we thought that was going to be the future, and, and it did have most of the things it needed to to be you know a category that was going to stand the test of time and be around for a long time. Um, you know, yep. but unfortunately, that all fell over. This is this is now something that. Um, that can actually take us into the future. Australia's got absolutely heaps of them over there. Um, they are great fun to drive. I drove one a few weeks ago. Stephen was actually out at the track the same day. Um, um, Very and cool. Very they cool. are incredibly entertaining to drive and and something that, yeah, would fit just perfectly into New Zealand. So I think I think it will get there yeah. too. I think it will. It just needs it needs um, a few more names and uh, um, you know a few more cars to get sold and and uh, once that yep. happens and we can get, get some races going with them in there, people will start to, you know, um, be attracted to it even more. It's got you written all over it, Dan. It's got you it written all over it. Yeah, it's got you I've, written all I've over a, it. I've had a couple of, co- couple of conversations with um, Paul Manuel and, and um, yeah. yeah, like, you know, that's something like I've always wanted right back, like when I first ever built the, the, the Commodore, you know, like it was like, I, I love supercars, you know, I, I, live breed you know that that was really what i wanted to do you know was was circuit racing and and it was just all my friends and that they all got into this drifting i was like oh this is a pretty cool sport to to go and do it's you know it's pretty affordable at the start because we were just grabbing you know old tires from the tire shop and you know way back in 2003 or whatever it was and um it was cool, you know, like it was like, oh, well, you're pushing these cars, like you learn good car control and, and all that sort of stuff. And my biggest thing when I built the Commodore was like, I want to make this look like a supercar. And, you know, the VZ was like, yeah, we're all the supercar front on it, but we put the big, more aggressive, you know, drift style wheels on it. And I'm like, man, maybe if I push this car really hard, that I might stand out, you know, like someone that owns a supercar team or something like that might go, Oh. Hey man, this dude, he can actually pedal, you know. Like, um, and that's what that's what I always hoped for. Um, and yeah. so, well, how about that? As, as soon as I won the championship um, on the weekend, my dad's like, "Is that us? Are we going circuit racing next year?" You know, like he's like, "Oh, wow. you know, do we get a do we get a you know uh, Mustang TA two car and yes. and go out there and do it?" Yes. So, so when, so when are you going to go out for a test? When are you going to go out for a drive? Oh, I don't know. I, I you know, I need the, I need the offer oh. or the opportunity to come a, come away, come apart, and 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 yeah, like let's see, like what, um, you know, like the FDC Motorsport, you know, team as I, you know, call us, um, like oh, we're involved with as much as I can. You know what I mean? Like I love jet ski racing and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, we've I've done the jet sprint racing, uh, which I, that that didn't last too long because I broke the missus back in it. But um, that was um, 
you know, like I love that that sort of stuff, you know, I'm into boats and, and everything like that. So anything to do with a, a V eight going fast and the sound of things is, is what I love doing. So yeah. Well, I have no doubt, no doubt after that conversation that um uh we'll be able to bloody put something together very quickly to get you in one for a test and uh, if that's the case I think uh, we'll be there bloody with bells on, wouldn't we, Stephen? Oh, getting um, a first-hand look at Banger Dan bloody having a crack. You know, you know the scary thing yeah. is the, the scary thing is, Murph. This man, this man has incredible car control, but he's also got this this deep-seated love of winning, and the, yeah. and the and the and the fa- and the and the fa- yeah. But he can, and he and he can and, and you can pedal. You know, you haven't. I wanted to ask you because you uh, you've told us stuff we didn't even know, which I I find fascinating, absolutely right. yeah. fascinating. Uh, Dan is, is the fact that you talk constantly. You were looking back over your season already, right? So that's the that's the professional yep. mindset that you have. What could you yep. have done better? Because we know conditions were never perfect. What was the one thing yeah. you went? You know what? I've done this 20 years doing this, but I'm still learning. Yeah, um, um, I, 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 I wasn't, I don't really look back at, um, like this season was, I think it was most probably the best season of, of drifting for me, like um, with the series, you know, like good exposure. It was, it was exciting, you know, like you've brought a lot of hype to our series, like with interviewing and which is absolutely awesome. Like the, professionalism of um everything you know like yes we've we've missed out on some of the big names you know um you know i stopped in and seen mad mike um, on my way home and you know i was like oh it'd be cool you know for you to you know come back out and play with us and like i love all those guys and wish you know all those names were still in the sport but some these young guys they they don't have the the name that's standing out that we're dropping come from but these guys are they're pedaling just as bloody hard, if not better, you know, doing what they do. And and it's not just about whether they're good drivers or whatever. It's the commitment that they put into to running their program, you know. Like, that's a big thing, you know. Like, there's, there's been so much um, uncertainty, you know, like around businesses. Like, oh, you know, we better start saving some money. You know, things are going to crash, you know. And, and it's put a lot of pressure on. Like, I've noticed it with my spot, you know, with... Um, a lot of sponsorship and stuff like that, but we're still like my drivers, you know, like I want to keep the, the sport going, you know, like there's no big names sort of left in it. And I want to keep, keep, I want to give these young fellas something to look up to, you know, like we're going to keep this thing growing, you know? Um, and and, so, and, yeah, and, and like, we saw this year, didn't we? The likes of the young uh, Cody Pullenbury in his first year, the big time. Yep. Uh, Case's brother could, I know he's only, what, 17, but he can be. Sean Potros, yep. even Connor Halligan, who won the Pro Sports Series. You know, there's some really young, yep. good peddlers. And I think you'll agree with me here. The one thing they've got to learn is how to look and be a pro and behave like a pro. Yeah, exactly. You know, like... Um, of course, you know, people, so many drivers come to me and like, oh, you know, how do we do this? And, and um, you know, like fiance Nicole, she's like behind the scenes, you know, she's trying to help some of these guys in the past as well, you know, like how to do their proposals and, and things like that. Um, but, you know, like, I know like all the Nissans and stuff like that are really cool cars and really easy to drive and stuff like that, but my biggest thing is like trying to get these guys to like step out of that and do something different, like drive something that they love or they're going to stand out differently 
to the to, to sponsors and the crowd. You know, like give themselves that the that, show that car or something that that they can relate to. You know what I mean? Like, oh look at this mad dude, he's driving a Mustang left hand drive. You know, type of thing. Or he's, yep. you know, like years ago when um, I got the opportunity, like a uh, um, to take um, a car over to Asia. And I said, oh, look, you know, that's real cool. I was like, well, I had two cars at the time. And I was like, you know, oh, if you want me to come over and do really well, I'd take my S15, like my Nissan. And they're like, no, 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 we want that Commodore. That, that's like way different. We don't see any of that stuff over there. And I was like, huh, you know, like, you know, because I had that sort of thing like, oh, you've got to win to sort of get the sponsorship, you know, or do well. And I was like, hang on, it's just, be yourself and, um, you know, do different things and look cool and, and all that type of thing, yeah? yeah? So it was like, shit, this car's actually taking me further than what this car was that I won a championship in and, and blah, blah, blah. So, yes, that car did end up, I ended up winning a championship like a few years later, but it almost made me feel good about what I, like the path I'd taken in a way. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, um, and just believing in what, what you like doing, or what you like driving, or, or something like that, you know. No, so you you got, um, you got to not you've got to not be afraid to stand out and just and follow where you're going. Exactly, mate. Yeah. Um, congratulations yeah. on being a three-time champion. But most importantly, now that you admitted to Murph and myself, uh, we I think you need to make yeah. a couple of phone calls, get that TA2 test. <laughs> uh, we will come out. We'll come out and do a Sky Speed story in it because I I think that's got our juices running already. Fangadan, congratulations, you, mate. mate. And as always, thanks for giving us your time. Well done, awesome, brother, mate. Thank you, guys. I hate to Take it easy.